O'Reilly here. Welcome to the No Spin News. Thursday, March 17th, 2022. Stand up for your country. Happy St. Patrick's Day. So we'll have a little bit about the real guy, St. Patrick, in the history segment at the end of the broadcast tonight. Um, and on WABC Radio, we uh, went over my lineage. I'm more than 90% Irish. That's frightening. Since my people have been here for so long in this country, my mother's side arrived right after the Mayflower. And, and we just, uh, we O'Reilly's hung around with other Irish people, I guess. So St. Patrick was uh, a force of good, and now we have to deal with a force of evil, and that is the subject of this evening's Talking Points memo. So uh, Vladimir Putin is evil. I mean, he's just a, a person who wants to hurt other people. It's apparent, you know, you can't watch the pictures coming out of Ukraine uh, and not come to that conclusion. There's no two sides to the story. Putin's evil. He doesn't have to do this. There's no reason why he's doing it. There's no benefit to the Russian people uh, beginning a war like this. And so many thousands are being killed and, and maimed and wounded. And now we have more than three million people dislocated. That's going to go up to five soon, five million people out of their homes. And, and these aren't people that have a lot of resources. It's not like America where we have money in the bank and investment. This is not that. And Putin doesn't care, couldn't care less. So how do you defeat evil? It's not easy, obviously. If it were easy, we would have defeated evil a long time ago in this world. But it just keeps coming and coming and coming. So the thing that you don't do when you're fighting an evil, and believe me, I have fought evil. And sometimes evil has defeated me. Right? But I have fought it hand to hand. I know what it is. So you don't fight evil with emotion. That's number one. So, you know, when I, I've been watching a little bit more television news because I want to get the latest uh, pictures from Ukraine. And what I hear is frightening on American television news. It's just awful. It's a bunch of people who really don't know much spouting this gibberish. And much of it is based on emotion, not facts. So I want to walk through this tonight with you because it, it affects your life directly. Putin's affecting all of our lives. He's throwing a worldwide economy uh, into jeopardy. He's heightening inflation. He's uh, creating stress because of a possible nuclear war. So we're all affected by this. It's not like some, well, Ukraine, what do we care? No, that's not what this is. So number one, we have to stop this man. We being the Western world, the democracies, you just can't let him do what he wants. So about, I don't know, 15% of Americans, maybe 20, they uh, let him do what he wants. Okay, same thing with China. Yeah, China wants Taiwan. Get right ahead. We've always had that here. Always had it. In the 1930s, about 50% of the American population coming out of a depression, they were happy to let Hitler do whatever he wanted to do. You know, they were going, wait, wait a minute. It's not our business over there. We don't want another World War I. So if Adolf's running wild in Europe, so what? That was a huge movement. If you read Killing Patton, you know, we go over. And there were very prominent people like Charles Lindbergh, Joseph Kennedy, big, big shots. Saying, eh, leave them alone. The only reason we got in against Hitler is because of Pearl Harbor. And once the uh, Japanese attacked Pearl Harbor... We had to declare war, and the Japanese and Hitler had a, an alliance with them, a treaty with them. And that's how that started. 
But we let Hitler run wild, we, the United States, for almost six years. I mean, that's how intense this thing was. So we have to confront this Putin. And you got to do it in a way that doesn't explode, pardon the word, into World War III with nuclear weapons. Now, again, some people just don't understand. Oh, let's do the no-fly zone. Well, that's a provocation. You, do, you know, it might be justified, and I think it is, a no-fly zone over Ukraine. But if you do it, you're provoking a nuclear power who is run, which is run by a madman. Yeah, Putin's mad. Don't think he's not. You don't do this if you're a stable human being. Now, he might not be foaming at the mouth Hannibal Lecter mad, but he's something wrong with him. Okay, so because of the threat of a much wider war where millions of people, not thousands, would be killed and dislocated, you've got to stair-step it against Putin, but he's got to go eventually. But Americans are impatient. Oh, let's go. Get him. You You can't do that. Because then you'll destroy yourself. All right? So, the economic sanctions are the big thing. They're going to strangle the Russian people. And the Russian people are the key to Putin's demise. The Russian people turn against him. All right? And mass. Putin can't survive even with the secret police and the army. He can't. All right? We've seen it. Gaddafi uh, in Libya. I mean, tyrant after tyrant after tyrant goes down because the people rise up. That's what the West has to do. In the meantime, we have to protect as many Ukrainians as we can. All right. We have a moral obligation to do that. Now, this MIG plane thing, this is so stupid. It it, it just this is what I mean. I'm I'm watching television and I'm going, you got these generals on generals, four star. Look, just because you're a general doesn't mean you know anything. Look at Millie. He's a top commander in the United States. You trust this guy, Millie? I don't. So the general, I know, and I'm MIGs. Whatever, I bring a MIG. Look, I'll say it one more time. I've got to say it again. The Ukrainian Air Force cannot compete against the Soviet Air Force. It doesn't matter what they're riding in. Most of those planes, if brought into Ukraine by any way, are not even going to get off the ground. All right? The Russian Air Force will destroy them as they sit on the ground, awaiting to take off. And the few that do go up are going to get blown out of the sky. Okay? Oh, my God. It's just unbelievable. So then what are our alternatives? Well, a humanitarian no-fly zone is doable. That would have to be by order of the United Nations. Okay? So the U.S. could say, yeah, we'd like it. But the whole world has to say, say to Putin, we're going to form a corridor out of Ukraine so people who want to flee so you don't kill them can do it in safety. Now, Putin may not honor that. He may gun down civilians as he's doing now. But at least the world will even see more horror. And this puts pressure on China. And I'm going to get to China in a moment, okay, because uh, Biden's talking to Xi tomorrow. If more pressure on China not to help Putin, that is huge. Because without China, 
Putin's not going to be able to hang on. If China ever turned against Putin, which of course it should, then Putin's done. Then the Russian army would go, we can't continue with Putin. That's how important China is. Okay, so we have politics injected in this as well in America. And I suspect in other countries, but not to the extent that we have politics, because we have a cycle, a political cycle here. And we have two sides, all right, conservatives and liberals. Now, they had that in Great Britain. They have it in Canada. They have it, but not to the extent that we have it. Because here in America, these are industries, okay? They make millions and millions of dollars. The conservative media industry, the liberal media industry. Keep that in mind. Other countries don't have that. So on the conservative side, there are right-wingers who say, look, Biden is so bad that I'm not going to support anything he does. Cross the board opposition to Biden. So if Biden wants this in Ukraine, I'm going to oppose. If Biden doesn't do this, I'm going to support. Now, I write a column today in the message of the day slot, okay, about that and how harmful that is to the conservative movement and to the country. You can't do that. Yes, Biden's terrible. He'll go down, I believe, in history as the third worst president we've ever had, maybe second. You can't top James Buchanan because he pretty much caused the Civil War, Buchanan. All right. So Biden is horrible. He's not going to get any better, in my opinion. Okay, And I don't think I'm wrong here. I always say I could be wrong. Not now. His own party very quietly doesn't want him to run again and is looking for alternatives right now. They'll never tell you, but that's what they're doing. That's how bad he is. But you don't say we're not going to do what's necessary because you don't like Biden. And you don't say, well, because Biden won't enforce the southern border and immigration law that we're going to oppose America helping Ukraine. That's just, you know what it is. I don't even have to put an adjective on it. You know. My audience knows what that is. Okay? We have a moral obligation here to protect and save as many Ukrainians as possible. If we could do it militarily, I get letters all the time, well, we did it to Saddam. Saddam didn't have nukes, right? He didn't have the largest military in the world, as Russia does. The Balkans, when we went in there to save lives under Bill Clinton, they didn't have big weapons. We knew we could go in without creating a world war in the Balkans, in Iraq, in Afghanistan, And Afghanistan didn't work out because of the Afghan people. Those people didn't want democracy, period. No matter what we did, they were not going to embrace it. Okay, we gave you a shot. Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the USA? With more than 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. I have their trees and plants at my home. And they're fantastic. Have you had your fair share of landscaping woes and wasted weekends at crowded nurseries? Finding fast-growing trees will be like stumbling upon a hidden treasure. Believe me. 
With fast-growing trees, it's different. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And my audience can get an extra 15% off by using promo code Bill at checkout. So please go to fastgrowingtrees.com, use promo code Bill at checkout. Now, pressure on Russia has to come in many ways in order to defeat Putin. It has to come economically, number one. And I think we're doing what we should do. There are always loopholes, and they need to be closed. Biden has not been as aggressive as he should have been, but he's getting pushed now and he's doing what he should do. And remember, and it's not an excuse for Biden. He's got to get all the other NATO countries on board, which he has. So there's no dissent on NATO. They, they finally said, OK, enough of Putin. All right. Um, so that's number one. Humanitarian is number two. We should be putting in there as much as we can. All right. And $800 million is a lot of money. And we could get the humanitarian stuff through Poland, through Romania, through the Czech Republic. Those borders, we can get the stuff into the people who need medicine and food and water and whatever, and we should. Okay? I don't think... Does anybody disagree with that? I mean, bill at BillOReilly.com if you do, but be cogent, please. Not a loon. And finally, um, China. Well, this is really important. So tomorrow... And that's a talking points memo, by the way. Let's, let's get on to Biden. So tomorrow, Biden's got a phone call. We don't know what time yet. With Xi. And it's going to be all Ukraine. He says he's going to talk about other stuff. But, yeah, you know, it's like you've got to say the United States got to say, look, we want your help. And if you give us help on this, you know, we'll look for a way to help you. You go positive. That's what Trump did. OK, you go positive. You don't go in and go, hey, if you do this, I'm going to, you know. No. Okay. China already knows that if they invade Taiwan, that there'll be economic sanctions against China. And that'll hurt China a lot more than the sanctions are hurting Russia because China has an export economy. They sell things all over the world. That stops. Chinese people are going to have a lot of problems feeding themselves. Okay. So she knows that. But he's watching and he's waiting to see how allied the West is, because she's a killer, too. She's evil, too. He is not as evil as Putin, at least not yet. He might, you know, they might go, they're going for the kind of evil Hall of Fame and they're trying to rack up points. But if you're the president of the United States, you say, look, we need your help. We need you to stop with this, you know, footsie with Putin, tell him to get out of there. Because there's no reason for him to be in there. And today, the foreign minister of, uh, China said we wouldn't invade Ukraine. Okay, so they know the Chinese know, but they wanted the West to be weak. Okay, China wants to weaken the West because China wants to be the dominant country in the world. So Putin's doing that. Putin is weakening the democracy. So that's why China's helping Putin. But if you make it painful for China, you know, if you say, look, if you throw in with this guy because he's not going to last. That's going to be on your resume forever. So why don't you get on the right side of this? You know, 
And why don't you tell Putin to knock it off and you're not going to help him? That's what my conversation is she's about. Why don't you do that? Now, she, again, is an evil guy. Who knows what he's going to say? But that's the way you present it. And then you talk about, after you present it that way, how bad Putin's getting hurt economically. You don't have to say we're going to do the same thing to China, but she'll get the message. All right? So the CIA, who's been very good, by the way, on this whole Russian-Ukraine thing, CIA has got operatives all over Russia, and they know what's happening economically in the towns and cities across that gigantic country. The CIA was right on, all right, in calling what Putin would do. I, I kept looking at it going, oh, indeed, he, he, if he does this, he kills himself. And so I said he wouldn't. But the CIA was smarter than I was. All right, but they said, no, he's going to do it. Now, just remember that. Our intel services here in this area have been very good. So they know what's happening inside Russia, even though the press doesn't because we don't have anybody there and there's no free press in Russia. CIA knows. All of that material should be in the hands of Joe Biden. And that's what he presents to Xi. And again, the unspoken message is, this could happen to you. All right. Now, unfortunately, uh, the Irish Prime Minister, uh, Michael Martin, uh, was in uh, D.C., is in, and he was there for St. Patrick's Day, but he got COVID last night. So they had to whisk him out of the White House, and now he's going to have a virtual thing with uh, Biden, but he got COVID. He doesn't have COVID bad. He's going to be on the Zoom or whatever they do. Uh, You know, it's, again, this is a virus now, um, a flu. You know, and but I felt bad. You know, this is Ireland's big day and he's got COVID. Um, we're not going to be able. I, I don't know if the White House is going to put a transcript of this she call. I would think no. But if they do, we will have it on BillOReilly.com. We'll post the whole thing tomorrow uh, if they put it out. And remember, just a background. She is 68 years old. OK, he's been in office uh, for nine years there. He's a virtual dictator. Um, he got control of, uh, of the government there. So what she says goes, just like Putin. Okay, now I want to re-examine uh, the political controversy over President Biden and President Trump. I think that's a fair thing to do, and I told you I would do it last night, and I'm going to do it. But I want to set it up for you. So you'll remember that we had four history shows with Donald Trump. You'll also remember that beginning back... Uh, In the summer of 2021, the left-wing websites tried to undermine those shows. Politico was the first one. And basically, they put out that the tickets weren't selling. That's how you do that, all right? That it's a bomb, and Trump and O'Reilly, they're a bunch of idiots, and and nobody's going to come see them. Interestingly enough, you know, of course, I put the record out of what was really happening because it's my production company. My production company produced all four shows, so I knew every second what was happening. But the the left-wing websites, they don't care. The left-wing networks couldn't care less about the truth. But interestingly enough, after the shows in February, when all the accounting was in, the Washington Post wrote an article saying how much money Trump got. And it was astronomical. Nobody picked it up. Nobody. Even though the Washington Post wire goes to every newspaper in the country. Nobody. See? Now, I don't care. 
I was happy the shows were successful. We sold more than 35,000 tickets for four shows at, you know, a hefty ticket price. I mean, it's phenomenal in the middle of a COVID epidemic. Come on. But anyway, far more valuable than the coin, than the money, was the editorial information that flowed to the audience who came to see us. Now, some of you did, watching me right now. You got to know you heard stuff that was amazing that you never heard before. Now, in every show, beginning on December 11th, I asked President Trump about Putin because I knew Putin was going to cause trouble. So we've strung the sound bites together. I think you'll find it very interesting. Roll the tape. All right, we're going to begin with Putin because Putin is obviously in the news and a very, very serious and important story. So. Thank you. Okay, guys. Let's go. We want to get a lot of stuff on the record, all right? Okay, so is Putin a dangerous man? He's a smart man. He's got a lot of energy. He's at the top of his game. And he'll take advantage of people if they let him. You know, I ended the pipeline. The biggest thing they've ever done was the pipeline. I ended it. Then they say, oh, he loves Russia. Putin even said, why do you have to keep taunting me with the pipeline? I said, I have to do it. But we had a good relationship. And nobody, but nobody ever treated him tougher than I did. He is a man that's very smart, and he will take advantage, as we should do the same thing. But. Would you be surprised if he sends Russian troops into Ukraine? Would you be surprised? Not anymore, I wouldn't. You didn't hear about this threat when I was president. You didn't hear about Taiwan, where they're sending bombers all over the place in Taiwan. They have to respect your president. They have to respect your country. You know, I never realized, obviously, being president is very important. But maybe to that extra little length, I never realized how important. Because you send a signal as president, and I told President Xi of China, you can't do Taiwan, you can't do it. I won't say exactly what I said, but you would have been very impressed, this audience. <laughs> and Putin and I, same thing. Look, when you do what I did to, with sanctions, which are the biggest in the history of our country against Russia, when you do what I did with the pipeline, he respected us. He respected us. He no longer respects our country. So I'm, I'm trying to assess Putin and Xi. Who between the two is a bigger threat to America? When you have nuclear, everybody's a threat. Yeah, but it's a different ball There's game. two individuals who can order the nuclear All weapons. Right, let, let me tell you about both. I know both of them even better than I know you. And I know you pretty well, but I know it's both of them even, right. even better. Uh, I would say this, both very, very strategic, very, very smart. They both love their countries. They really do. They love their countries. They were afraid of this country, of our country. They're no longer afraid. They have no fear of our country anymore. They have no fear because of the leadership. A year ago, they had tremendous respect and fear, whatever you want to call it. Today, they have none. I think they're both at the top of their game. Our gentleman is not at the top of their ga his game, but most importantly, I'm not sure he ever was. If you look back at his record, if you look back at the decisions he's made over a 40-year period, 
He has never we'll get been to at the top of his game. We'll get to him. Does Putin speak English? Probably. You know, uh, he... It's very funny because he'll say hello. President Xi doesn't say hello. He goes only through the interpreter, but I think he understands exactly what's happening. They all do. They're all at the top of their game. Yeah, I think Putin does. Uh, he, I've had conversations, which I think he does pretty well with it, but he never likes to do it in public. Uh, so when people say something behind his back, he knows exactly what they're saying. Yeah, he says, uh, you know. Do you believe that he is uh, capable of pulling the nuke cart out? Is Putin capable of that? You mean of using the nuke or yeah. of pulling it out? Of using it. I don't think he wants to use it. No, he's a smart guy, and I don't think he wants to use it because he knows that's the end of Russia. That's the end of a lot of things. It's really the end of the world. It's the single biggest problem we have today, not global warming. We'll all take care of global warming. The ocean will rise one hundredth of an inch within the next 400 years. You know, no. Nuclear warming, nuclear warming. So he's not unstable, and, and, and you don't see him as a madman. No, not at all. All right, so I have a little bit of disagreement right now with uh, Donald Trump. So I hope you, uh, I thought it was fascinating. You know, I was there, and I, I watched that clip. I was watching it intently. Because remember, that was, uh, those conversations were December 11th and 12th, and nobody knew what really was going to happen. Um, if you have any comments, bill at BillOReilly.com, bill at BillOReilly.com, name in town, please, if you wish to opine. Okay, now Putin wears a cross uh, a lot uh, around his neck. Whenever I see that, I go, that's Dracula wearing a cross, you know, because I'm judging him. I'm sorry. I know I shouldn't. Uh, I shouldn't judge other people, but I'm judging him. Now, he's evil to me. So the Pope, Francis, and the Russian Orthodox Patriarch, Kirill, uh, they had a uh, Zoom call yesterday about the humanitarian aspects of the current crisis. So both of them have condemned Putin's actions. Kirill is the key to this, pardon the pun, because Russia is almost all Orthodox, including Putin. Now, why Kirill doesn't come out and say, hey, knock it off publicly, you know, and order all his priests in the pulpit to do that? Is Kirill afraid? I don't know. But he's a key. So both of these uh, leaders, church leaders, have said, look, you got to stop this because five million refugees, it's going to be hard to handle that. Poland is doing a great job. You got to admire the Poles. I mean, they're absorbing most of the refugees right now. And again, Poland's not a rich country. So I was happy to see the two, uh, Pope Francis and uh, Patriarch Kirill, um, meet and, and put that out, but I want Kirill to be stronger, okay, because Putin can't do anything to you, sir. That would cause a revolution in Russia. Uh, just a few more notes on Ukraine. Uh, there is a Women's National Basketball Association player being detained there. Um, she is Brittany Grinner, G-R-I-N-E-R. She was arrested May 19th. She was playing basketball in Russia and she had pot or some kind of uh, illegal substance. So they're just holding her just to give America jazz. She's all right, but she's incarcerated. Uh, this is an amazing story. 400 bulletproof vests were going to be sent to Ukraine and they were stolen by thugs in New York City who, as you know, are running wild. 
Okay, so the vests were stolen from the Ukrainian Congress Committee, and they were being packed up to be shipped over to Ukraine, and the thugs stole them. Okay, Uh, let's get to the economy, which in the long run is going to hurt Joe Biden more than Ukraine and all this business, and hurt us. The American economy is going to hurt us more than Ukraine is. So I want to, you know, be very um, thorough in my reportage in the American economy. So um, we're all suffering now because of higher gasoline at the pump, higher food prices at the grocery store and restaurant, higher everything. All right. We've gone over it and over and over it. Biden says it's Putin's fault. It's a lot of malarkey, as Joe would say. Okay, you can make your own mind up. You've got all the data. But Elizabeth Warren then comes on the scene. Remember, she's a socialist. She's a senator from Massachusetts and says this. But what has also happened is that now that we live in an America where there's a lot more concentration in certain industries, look at the oil industry, look at uh, meat industry, look at groceries generally, that what's happened is these companies have said, you know, we'll pass along costs, but while we're at it and everyone's talking about rising costs, let's just add an extra big dollop of cost increases to expand our profits. Now, here's how big a nitwit that woman is. If a company, all right, adds a big dollop of cost increase, what will the American consumer do? Stop buying the product. Now, in the oil situation, you have to buy it. So if they're adding a big dollop, then the federal government has to go after the oil companies. But I don't believe that's happening because you see the rise and fall of the price at the pump, all right, dictated by the rise and fall of the barrel of oil on the international market. But Warren doesn't understand supply and demand. Okay, so if you put your price here and then another company puts it here, everybody's going to go to the other company. All right. So the reason that Warren doesn't understand this is that she hates capitalism. She wants to do away with it, ban it and replace it with socialism. But I, I, it just saw me. Now, here's an interesting story. Uh, Black Lives Matter has receded into the background now. Thank God. And there is a woman in Boston, Monica Cannon Grant. In 2020, she received a Bostonian of the Year Award from the Boston Globe. Bostonian of the Year. The number of people got it. Bostonian of the Year. When I worked in Boston, I never got it. But the Boston Globe gave it to Miss Cannon Grant, who's a Black Lives Matter activist. Very nice. Now, the Boston Globe is uber left, okay? Competes with the New York Times for being that far left. All right, now, why am I bringing this up? Well, two days ago, Monica Cannon Grant was arrested and charged with conspiracy and wire fraud that she stole and her husband more than $100,000 of stuff. All right? Two days ago. Now, she deserves a presumption of innocence. She absolutely does. Maybe she's not guilty. (laughs) 
but I just said, hey, man, you know. All right. That's the Boston Globe, Bostonian of the year. New York Times anonymous sources say Khalid Sheikh Mohammed, the mastermind of 9-11, is trying to plea bargain his way out of the death penalty at Guantanamo Bay. You can't possibly confirm this. Um, I don't know they want to execute him, but is he pleading out? I don't know. No one knows. But I will tell you that we tell you all about Khalid Sheikh Mohammed in my upcoming book, Killing the Killers, out May 3rd. And you'll know everything about all of these Al-Qaeda's, all of these ISIS, all of these Iranian Revolutionary Guard. They're horrendous. Now, I don't believe in a death penalty. I put Khalid Sheikh Mohammed in an isolation ward. Guantanamo's too soft. I'd, he'd be working if it were me. If you wanted to, you know, have a meal, he'd be working. But I just figured I'd pass it along. Chris Cuomo demanding $125 million from CNN. He says he got screwed and he's in an arbitration thing because when you sign a contract with the corporate media, there's a clause. If there's a problem, you go to arbitration. Cuomo's going. He's going to embarrass uh, CNN. His lawyers will. He's attacking uh, Don Lemon, Jake Tapper. No sympathy there for Tapper. Lemon, I don't have any problem. I mean, you know, he's not a bad guy. Let's let me put that. Tapper's the worst. And Brian Stelter, I, I, I can't even say the man's name. Anyway, Cuomo is doing a scorched earth. Wants $125 million. He'll get, I don't know, 15. I think he'll get 15 million for CNN to make him go away. This day in history, March 17th, 461. 461. 1,561 years ago, St. Patrick dies. St. Patrick, Christian missionary in Ireland. Okay, at 16, he was living in England, kidnapped, taken to Ireland, enslaved, escaped, back to England, then to Normandy, became a priest, went back to Ireland, where he had a great affinity, and converted all the barbaric Celts, and they were barbaric, to Christianity. All of them. If you go to Ireland, they're all Catholic. You know, now a lot of people have fallen away, but anyway. So St. Patrick, obviously, it's his day. There are 70 million people in the world of Irish heritage, but only about, I don't know, 7 million living on the island of Ireland now? But 70 million worldwide. So St. Patrick's a good guy. As I said at the top of the program, uh, he used the shamrock to explain the Holy Trinity, which is a, a cornerstone of the Christian religion. And he drove the snakes out of Ireland, only he didn't drive the snakes out of Ireland. There never were any snakes in Ireland. But the snake is a symbol of the devil. Okay? That's how that myth got going. All right, so happy St. Patrick's Day to everybody. And uh, the luck of the Irish. We're no luckier than anybody else. But I love being Irish, more than 90%. There was a thing done by PBS on me from the Finding Your Roots program. Uh, if you can watch that, pretty interesting. I, I, I was just stunned about what they found out about my family. Quick break, back back with mail and a final thought of the day. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. 
If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Let's go to the mail. Dennis Schwimmel, The Villages, Florida. We're, I guess we're really big in the villages. Get a lot of mail from there. Hey, Bill, I agree the Ukraine conflict is a lethal chess game between Putin and the West. My concern is that when he realizes the game is lost, he will upend the chessboard. Maybe. I doubt it, but he could. And concierge, remember the only strategy this administration has to destroy this great country of ours. If you don't think they don't know what they're doing, you're wrong. They know exactly what you're doing. Okay, man. If you want to think that Biden goes to work every day and he says, I want to destroy America, it's your right to think that. He's just incompetent. Alice, thanks again, Bill, for clarifying the war in in Ukraine in regard to Biden's decision not to supply planes. You're welcome. That's what we do here. Clarification based on facts. That's what we do, unlike almost every other television newscast in the country. Raymond. On the message board, I appreciate you putting the no-fly zone into proper perspective. Again, that's what we do. Dennis Waja, Coral Gables, Florida. Regarding the humanitarian no-fly corridor, what's to prevent the U.S. and NATO from using this corridor to bring weapons to Ukraine? Honor? Honesty? Is that that cynical about your country? That we would violate a humanitarian no-fly zone? We would? I don't know, Dennis. Robert Trace, Hagerstown, Maryland. Why can't Ukraine pilots just go to Poland, pick up the MiGs, and fly them back? Because Poland doesn't want that. Poland wouldn't let them. They want America to do it. Debbie McVie, Rapid City, South Dakota. Bill, you have mentioned the wave of Republican votes that might happen in November due to the mess Biden and his group have put the country in. But very few of the voting systems have been fixed from the last election. Debbie, if you have information that very few of them are still corrupt or whatever, please pass it along to me. All 50 states are responsible for their voting machines. I'll, I'll look at any info you got. 
Richard Emke, Syracuse, New York, with Vice President Harris tanking in the polls and clearly not equipped for her office. Do you see Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, a potential Democratic VP candidate? Never. She's done. She's finished. All those far left progressive climate change crazy people, they're done. Putin got them. Putin got them. All right. This is John Goyd. Didn't put a town, John. I'm going to read it because it's a I, it's a good email. O'Reilly, you were dead on with your analysis. The last 20 minutes of Frontline almost turned my stomach. Yeah. It's, it's what a shame, you know. Uh, Roger, concierge member, thanks for your calming reportage. I tend to be a 74 year old nervous guy. I do find riding my motorcycle is therapeutic. Good. Everybody's got to have that little therapeutic outlet. Okay, so uh, we got about 5,000 premium and concierge members in Chicago. Uh, Check in with us. We're going to give you a special discount on my appearance in Waukegan, Illinois, suburb of Chicago, on the Genesee Theater, March 31st, two weeks from tonight. Okay, tickets to Ticketmaster. Want to see all the premiums and concierge, you know. Um, So, uh, you know, check us out. It's going to be a great, fun show. And you already plugged Killing the Killers, uh, May 3rd, pre-order. And how about the uh, stock up on the uh, Stand Up For Your Country mugs for Mother's Day and Father's Day, because we will sell out and we want you to have them. BillOReilly.com store. Do not be a SOP, S-O-P, word of the day, when writing to me. Back with the final thought in a moment. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, here is the final thought of the day. I started the uh, concierge program on BillOReilly.com about two years ago. It's been stunningly successful. Far more than I ever thought. Costs a little bit more the premium membership, but not a whole lot. And you get very big discounts, so you can easily make up the membership fee. But what I've noticed about this is every day we answer questions directly to the concierge members, and we don't do it publicly. So it's all private, and we don't give your names to anybody. It's just me and you. Now, a lot of concierge members, you know, they got problems in their life. They ask me for advice. I dispense it. I can't give you medical advice or financial advice, but I can tell you what I would do, that kind of a thing. But I always get letters like, you said this when I didn't say it. And I always write back to the person, respectfully, because we love our concierge members, tell me where I said it or or give me some backup to that. 
never when I write that kind of an answer back to a concierge member in two years, no one has ever produced what they originally allege, which leads me to people believe what they want to believe. Remember that mantra that I've told you? People hear what they want to hear in many cases. Don't do that. The secret to a successful life, to helping as many people as you can, to being loyal to your family, to being a loving, good person, is to deal with reality the way it is, not the way you want it. Seek out what's real. Don't hear what you want to hear. Hear what is actually being said and know what is actually happening. And that's why we are here for you. Thank you for watching the No Spin News. New column Sunday at noon. We'll see you on Monday.